Welcome to the Heal Everything Podcast with none other than Tama Aziz Serwa. You are not here by coincidence. This is a sacred space for the holy, ratchet woman who knows that she has the power to heal everything. I'm going to help you learn some new things, create a legacy of healing, elevate your mind. You do not want to miss an episode of this podcast. So make sure you subscribe and you share and you favorite us. And invite your sisters because we're about to have a powerful conversation. Tune in. Welcome to another episode of the Heal Everything podcast. We continue to reach listeners all throughout the world. We are now growing our listener base in 16 different countries. Can you believe it? In less than 20 episodes, I persevered through all of the different techie issues to really bring this podcast to you at the highest level. And I am deeply grateful that it's resonating with so many of you. Let's get into our topic this evening. We're talking about the lies. Say it with me, the lies about what you put in your vagina and why. And I want to start this conversation with the psychology behind our relationship with our vaginal anatomy. What you choose to put in your vagina, why you choose to put anything in it at all is deeply revealing of your values and your education, what you know about what should be inside of you. As I've said in many of my other episodes, your womb, your yoni is truly a sacred, holy cauldron of power. Women literally take a spirit, create its flesh, and bring that human being into the earth realm there's a lot of power a lot of energy in your body and you know my focus is in your yoni and your womb space but your entire body is the home of God I just want to pause And I want you to take note on what you're feeling in your body as you just heard me say that. Your body is the home of God. Of all the places God can dwell, you are included. Spirit isn't just in the trees and the birds and the grass and the flowers, but you are the living embodiment of God DNA. And so every time... I separate my knees to put myself in the position of receiving mode to open up heaven's gates and allow someone or something to enter. Oh, I'm intentional about it. I'm not casual at all. I'm tuning in, I'm breathing, I'm feeling. Even something as simple as 
the materials I decide to use when I'm menstruating. I don't always choose to use a tampon. Using a tampon is not a decision I make out of convenience. That's a decision I make out of my communication with my womb and my yoni. And I say to her, are you ready to receive? Because I know right now you're actually in a releasing mode. You're actually releasing what's inside of you. Is it okay? Are you comfortable? And I can tell because I tune into my body when she feels like having something in her and when she doesn't. And my sexual practices, I can tell when she wants something entered into her domain versus when she does not. And there are physiological mechanisms built into the way you are designed as a woman that will literally push things out of you that are literally lock up and say, no, I don't want to open this door. I don't want to open this door for this um, person. I don't want to open this door for this thing. I've had clients say, you know, I was trying to masturbate and use a particular toy and my body just was not having it. Yeah, your body is an intelligent system. It will let you know if you choose to listen what should or should not be inside of you. So there are some interesting things that I am witnessing happen in my industry around the conversation of what should be inside of a woman. And before I dive into some myth busting and some educating, I wanted to first lay the foundation to see if you're even in tune enough with your own body to know what should be in it and what should not. And we talked about it at the level of your vaginal health, but even with your nutrition, right? Like how casual have we become in this age of fast food and um, processed food and uh, we want to put chemicals to smell good as if plants can't help us do that. Like, it's just it's so interesting, the psychology behind what you are doing and why you do it. And I have found that people who are insecure and miseducated about the power of the body, the power of the smell of your body, the look of your body. When you don't know what you don't know, you do things foolishly. You do things that can compromise your health and well-being and you don't even know it. Especially women. Just think about how many different products we're putting inside of our body, either through our skin or through what we put in our mouth or what we put in our vagina. Just think about it from the makeup to the hair products. The products we're using to try to deodorize ourselves, piling on all of these xenoestrogens, phytoestrogens, parabens, chemicals that have a direct impact on your endocrine system. Your endocrine system's job is to manage your hormones and help them communicate with each other correctly and fire off all the signals for the other organs and systems and make sure everything runs and nothing short circuits and you run around these streets like a mad woman who doesn't know why she feels so mad angry and irritated yeah maybe it's because you have put on pounds of chemicals through your skin through your laundry detergent through all i mean it piles up and so yes i am calling in mindfulness 
Yes, you should be using on your largest organ, which is your skin, things that are chemical free and nourishing. I use food grade products on my skin and my hair. Because I know that what I put on my skin is another form of nutrition. That my my skin is drinking and feeding off of what I put on it. If I want to smell good, I use 100% therapeutic grade essential oils. That's why I have a partnership with doTERRA and provide some of the highest uh, quality of essential oils you can get on the market because I know the power of what you put in side of you woman what are you putting inside of your body your body is something that you need every single day you use her every single day are you providing the highest level of care so yes what you put inside of your mouth what you drink what you eat has a direct impact on what comes out of your vagina. You ever ate too much sugar or you ate some fish and all of a sudden your vaginal fluids change. Yeah. (laughs) You only is keeping score of whether or not you're in alignment with your truth that you're going to be good to yourself or not. So for one, dehydration is problematic. A lot of the diseases that we experience in any part of our body are because we just are not fluid enough. Got to teach. Catch that. Dehydration at a metaphysical and spiritual level is you have difficulty going with the flow. You are not fluid enough. So where are you taking shortcuts wanting big results? Where are you not fully applying your true capacity but wanting the harvest as if you've planted a whole field of, right? Like, we have got to get rigorously honest with ourselves if we truly want to materialize and experience healing everything. Until we are honest, we cannot truly heal. There is no healing without the truth. So for one, put enough water in, (laughs) put juicy, yummy foods in. Okay. Those things matter. But let's get to the even juicier part of the conversation that I know attracted many of you to this episode. The lies about what should be in your vagina and what should not. When I first launched my company um, and launched my product line, I knew that you could take herbs in a variety of formats. Um, Through reading Queen of Fools book, Sacred Woman, one of the practices that women of old would do is if they didn't like the smell or um, if they were dealing with itching, odor, irritation, they would make these herbal poultices. They would moisten them with, with water and put them in something like cheesecloth and let them sit in the vagina for no more than 20 minutes to absorb some of that healing herbal medicine. And then they would pull it out, throw it away. Right. Um, if they were going to douche, they would douche with things that they felt were cleansing and nourishing. And those were things that 
were done throughout time. As more and more studies came out, more and more science came out, became evident that there are certain things we don't need to do the same way anymore, that the vagina really does thrive with minimal interference of her world. Don't you know you have a whole universe and ecosystem called your vagina? And so she loves to be acidic. And one of the things I appreciate about the vagina is she doesn't like to be bothered much. She's a very powerful entity. She says, let me do what I do and be who I be. Why are you always messing with me? And if you notice, one of the first signals of something being in your vagina that does not align with her is coming from your immune system. When foreign things are placed in your vagina that do not agree with her, that throws her microbiomes off, that throws her whole pH off in her continuity, when those things occur, your vagina has a very powerful way of calling in the activation of your immune system to start combating these foreign things, even with your lovers. When you're taking in the bodily fluids of people that you are being sexually intimate with, your body begins to break down the composition of their fluids and their energy. And if they are poor in their hygiene or in their self-care, your vagina will let you know it. When that itching and that smell and that discomfort kicks in, she is singing that big Sean song. I ain't with you. That's what that means. Okay. That's what she means. She's like, ah, something in you. You eating way too much fried chicken for me. I'm going to need you to drink more water. I'm going to need you to clean yourself better. How about your hormones are imbalanced? So your fluids don't resonate with me. They ain't going nowhere. You do not enter heaven's gate. No, we ain't making a baby. Mm-mm. It is a form of communication. So, you know, I am familiar with the conversations of should I be putting herbs in my vagina? And although I used to um, recommend the 20 minute herbal pulses that I learned about in Sacred Woman and after I became more educated around the nature and the physiology of the vagina. I don't have none of my clients doing that. No, 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 no. And we damn sure are not doing yoni pearls. Now I have taken my time with publicly speaking about it because I wanted to give a lot of my sisters a chance. I was getting all kinds of invitations to try their product lines and all of that. And the first time, and it was the last, that I put one of them damn yoni pearls in my vagina. And yes, I called it damn. I hope those of you who sell it ain't offended. I'm just telling you my experience. It is what it is. I put that thing in my vagina. The next day, she was red, swollen, itching, irritated. I said, never again. Who would create such a thing and do this to me? All I do is love the people. Like, are, was they serious about trying to give me a good product? Or so, like, I couldn't believe the reaction that I had. Um, and I couldn't believe that they were really recommending that you put this 
herbal ball in your vagina and leave it there for days at a time. And then they were posting pictures on the internet as if some kind of healing benefit was happening and they didn't understand enough about the anatomy of the vagina to realize the vagina was fighting against this foreign ball you've put in her for two to three days at a time and your vaginal walls are sloughing off and coming out and you think it's a detox the same way when somebody sold me uh, all natural deodorant made mostly out of baking soda and when my armpits turned black and broke into a rash and broke out they tried to tell me I was detoxing no, I'm having an allergic reaction. My body is fighting against this because it's incongruent. You have to. That's why I start this episode with the first conversation of are you in tune with your body to even know if she wants something in her? Why are you doing this just to try it? Like, do you know that your 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 vagina is taking care of herself? And if you tune into her wisdom and her rhythm and her flow and the subtle messages she's giving you through her lubrication, through her smell, through the type of fluid she's releasing and uh, where you are in your cycles and how that connects with energies and astrology and cosmology. Right. If you become fully present to your yoni, I promise you, you will be wise enough to know. I probably should not have done this. And everything in my instincts and full transparency. When I looked at that Yoni Pearl, it my instinct said, don't you do this, Tama? But I was trying to be a team player because the industry, um, everywhere I went, people were talking about these Yoni Pearls and saying, Sister Tama, you really need to try it. Let me send it to you for free. Jack my coochie up. Okay? Jack me up. And so when I work with my clients one-on-one, I explain to them why I don't recommend them, why I don't use them. And I thank God for that experience because it made me go deeper in my collection of information about uh, what was actually happening and what I was seeing in these pictures. It's not necessary, my sisters. So that's one lie that I just, I feel like it's my responsibility to communicate I do not um, recommend Yoni Pearls because I don't see how they benefit based on what I know about the vagina and how it functions I do not understand why women are suffering and taking themselves through these uh, three day quote unquote detoxes there, it is a real thing for toxins to be removed through all the different or, orifices of the body, like all the different exits, ears, nose, eyes, mouth, vagina, anus, right? All of these different openings in your body are designed to release things that build up in the body. But she has her own way of doing it. That's not something you have to force in your vagina, It's not. That's actually the part of your body that will release in a more healthy way when she's left alone. Okay? When she's left alone. So that's that. That's one lie. The other lie is about douching, right? Now, um, like I said, 
what you douche with does matter. But honestly, if you're doing some of the other things we talked about, you know, you're hydrated, your nutrition is well, you get your sacred movement in, um, your vagina should have all the resources that she needs from the the body and from the things you're putting in your body to take care of herself. You don't need to do. You don't need to do all that. You don't need to push water into your vagina. Um, you can take healing medicinal baths. You can just leave her alone. <laughs> really, I mean, you're gonna hear me say this throughout the whole episode, but I mean it. Just, just let her be, please, please, and thank you. Um, focus in on attuning to who she is now. The other lie I want to talk about is in regards to it's not necessarily what you put in her per se, but on her close to her and her proximity. Please be mindful of fragrances and things like I said earlier, things that have chemicals in them are irritants, endocrine disruptors. Um, If you have experiences like fibroids, PCOS, um, endometriosis, any of those common reproductive disorders, you got to realize your your vagina is a moist, warm environment. What you choose to put on her, it's like a fumigation. This is why I, you know, have a herbal pad, medicinal pad line versus, you know, your typical um, pad lines that have been bleached so the cotton's very white and they have chemicals and all of this stuff and then you're sitting there on your cycle releasing blood in a warm moist environment with something that is ridden with chemicals and you wonder why sometimes you're bleeding longer or why there's a foul smell after an hour or two on these products yeah it's the chemicals and all this stuff. Your vagina is like, what is all of this? I don't need all of this. So paying attention to the products you choose to use during your cycle is really, really important. Use all natural chemical free products. And like I said earlier, pay attention. Your womb will tell you if she's okay with having tampons and there's organic all natural ones i recommend all of these types of products in my amazon store link so if you're looking for that you can access that link through our website the and look at um, some of the products that i recommend for you menstrual cups they're nice i love to use them but there are times when my only is like i really just want to be able to flow without interruption I don't want anything in me. So if you find yourself, it's very practical trying to insert something in, even when it is non-toxic and a good idea, but there's resistance in your body. Don't ignore that. Just trust your body. Just trust your body, even if it's inconvenient, because maybe you want to go to the pool or maybe you want to do something else. Ah, I get it. But sometimes your body wants something else, needs something else. And we need to start paying attention more to the subtle messages that our body tries to give us. They are there for a reason. Your instincts are there for a reason. So one of them lies is that, oh, I can just use whatever product I feel like on my cycle. No, you really shouldn't. You should use the products that are nourishing to your body, not toxic. Okay, you should be mindful. And then the other lie is about 
that lover that is not really in alignment with the woman you've become, but you keep letting them go inside of you. You let them put their fingers inside of you. You let them put their body parts inside of you or their mouth. But when it's all said and done, they've received more energy than you. Like, what are you still getting out of misaligned relationships? Honestly. What are you still getting out of misaligned relationships? Now, listen, in one of my other episodes, I talk about taking the limits off of love. And I don't have a problem with um, sexual based relationships, a.k.a., you know, my my fuck boys, my, you know, people who we both know this isn't going to go beyond our sexual connection. But I also have been very clear that my sexuality is part of my spiritual practice. I'm not casual. I do not have casual sex. By the time I get to my bed with someone, it is because a certain level of agreement has been established on what it is that we're going to exchange energetically. I'm asking you, how many times do you have to lay with your husband in 20 years and get a yeast infection and irritation in your yoni and ignore that communication from your body? That something is incongruent. How many times are we going to keep going through that douching and trying to get summer's eve uh, sprays and stuff because... You don't want to accept the message from your body that something is off with you and I. I'm going to choose me and my body because I can't live in yours. But because I'm a woman, you absolutely can live in mine. Like literally you can enter my body. Know how much power that is? know how precious that is those of you who are having experiences where mm, my body is not receiving you I remember there was one lover I had who literally while we would have sex he my yoni when it was time for him to climax would push him completely out he could not leave his essence in me. She would push him all the way out. And he would be like, what was that? It was like this uh, hulk. She was hulking out. Get out of me. You can't drop that in. <laughs> and would push him out. He would try to, you know, anchor down and go in. And she was not having it. She would literally contract herself so strongly she would push him out. You know, if you don't make the correct offerings to the shrine, that is the bridge between heaven and earth. It is a cosmic portal and gateway. Yeah, it's going to be difficult for you to be received. Especially for a woman that is awakened and enlightened to the sacredness of her womb and her yoni. Right? So, stop lying to yourself. When your yoni tells you that someone that you want inside of you is a misalignment. 
lies, lies. I hope you learned something new that you heard something you did not hear before. And if it all was familiar to you, maybe this episode needed to be the reminder to take you deeper into what you already know and creating discipline and consistent high level care of your yawning and what you put inside of her. As always, I love this time that we have together here at the Heal Everything podcast. We're going to continue to bring you some magic. I have some things in the work that's getting ready to take this podcast to a whole other uh, level. And I'm excited to bring that in as we begin to wrap up 2021 and head into 2022. You're going to see some exciting things coming down the pike. And as always, you are welcome to be a part of a sacred virtual space I've created on Facebook. It's a group called Let the Womb Be Heard. There are over 1,700 women and we share and we dialogue. And so if you want to get feedback or if you have questions, you want to continue the conversation that we had tonight, you are welcome to jump over to Let the Womb Be Heard. I'll approve your uh, member requests and tell me what you think about tonight's episode. Meanwhile, make sure you're following us on all of our social media. If you Google the womb sauna, you see that we are everywhere. LinkedIn, YouTube. On YouTube, I have over 250 um, videos. There are meditation videos, mini lectures, etc. I really don't want you to ever feel like you don't have enough information or resources or tools. My intention as the visionary of this company and this movement is to house everything that a woman needs to be whole and healthy and powerful in her life. And so I move and do all that I do for that reason, to give you more than enough, to keep you in perpetual overflow of wisdom, knowledge, empowerment, and resources so that you, my sister, can truly heal everything. I love you. Peace.